Welcome to the AWS Rethink Podcast, here to help you rethink your strategy in the cloud. I'm your host, Nolan Chen. And I'm your host, Malini Chatterjee. Today, we talk about a very exciting topic that's top of mind, generative AI. We not only talk about what generative AI is, but also some of the use cases and how it can potentially transform your business. And with us to discuss Gen AI is Michael Wynn, a senior solutions architect from AWS who focuses on AIML. Welcome, Michael. Thank you. Now, Michael, before we begin, can you tell us a little bit about your background, what you do here at AWS, and also a little bit what you did before joining AWS? Sure, I'd be happy to. I'm a senior solution architect with the startup machine learning team. I have been with AWS for about four years. Prior to joining AWS, I've spent over 20 years working in various industries, including financial services, aerospace and defense, and high technology firms as a software engineer and a system architect. Thank you, Michael. You certainly got a a broad background. And with that, let's dive into it. And I'm going to start with a simple question. What is generative AI? And for those of our listeners who aren't machine learning experts, how is it different from other types of artificial intelligence? Yeah. You know, the recent release of ChatGPT can be considered the iPhone moment of Gen AI. Gen AI or generative AI is broadly defined as artificial intelligence that creates new content and ideas, such as stories, images, videos, and even music. It's powered by a very large model. These models contain billions and even trillions of parameters that are pre-trained on vast amounts of data requiring thousands of GPUs and several months to train, costing millions of dollars. In comparison, traditional AI systems learn features and patterns in training data and use them to make prediction and classification. While Gen AI goes a step further by creating new data that's similar to its training data. In other words, traditional AI excels at classification and prediction, while generative AI creates new content based on data patterns learned from training data. Okay, I guess hence the term generative, it it creates rather than just uh, predicts and classifies. And uh, you mentioned at the beginning of your answer, ChatGPT, and I think a lot of people have already played around with it and found out it can pretty fu- be pretty fun. But what are actually some common use cases for businesses for Gen AI that you've seen from customers? Yeah, so Gen AI is a horizontal technology enabler that has the potential to impact all industries from healthcare, media and entertainment to financial services. Common use cases include text summarization, text classification, translation, question answering, chatbot, sentiment analysis, image, video, audio, and even code generation. There are advanced special Gen AI use cases in the healthcare and life science industry where Gen AI is being used to design novel proteins, 
to accelerate drug development. In financial services, GenAI is being used to build robo-advisors and chatbots. Personally, I have a media and entertainment customer that is using GenAI to generate storyboards for video and film production. This will save costs from having to hire an actual artist or sketchers. I also have an education technology customer, short edtech customer, that build products to teach kids to read. And they use GenAI to create children's stories that are tailored to each child's interests. Wow, so it can also create children's stories. So not only is it generative, it's also creative. Is that right? That's right. That's right. Thanks, Michael. I would like to bring up a couple of the terms we hear a lot related to Gen AI. These are foundational models and LLM. How are they related? Can you please elaborate? Yes. So just for everyone uh, listening out there, LLM stands for Large Language Model. So let me answer the question. Foundation models are large neural network models that are pre-trained on large corpus of data to learn general features and pattern for text and image related tasks. These models are considered large because they have billions and even trillions of parameters. They are considered general purpose models because they are not trained for any specific task. Foundation models can be are designed to be further trained using label data for specific tasks, such as question and answering, image generation using your company logo, for instance. LLMs are language models, hence the term large language models, that can understand and generate human language. LLMs are considered text-to-text models in which inputs and outputs of the models are text. Other foundation, other foundation models include diffusion models that are trained to generate images, such as stable diffusion model from Stability AI. These models are called text-to-image models, where images are generated from input text prompts. LLMs can be general purpose, task agnostic foundation LLM models, or they can be fine-tuned LLM models trained for specific tasks. Thanks, Michael. Now, I have to admit, I, I'm not uh, like a super expert in machine learning models, but I have noticed that there seems to be already a wide range of choices when it comes to these foundational models in LLM. How, how would you suggest like a business owner who's interested in using this new technology to transform their business, how would they go about even approaching or choosing the right model for their business? Yeah, I'm glad you asked, Nolan, because this is a very common ask among my customers. So in choosing foundation model, you should start with a business use case and understand what tasks you are trying to accomplish. Tasks such as, am I doing text summarization? 
Am I building a question and answering system? Am I trying to do sentiment analysis based on product reviews? Or am I trying to generate image? From there, you can select models suited for your task. Web websites such as Holistic Evaluation of Language Model, in short, HELM, from Stanford Universities, provide model rankings on various NLP tasks to help you choose the right model. Also, you can leverage Hugging Face Model Hub for model selection. These are publicly available models for you to choose from. Other factors that influence model selection include model hosting costs, infrastructure, and the ability to fine tune the model. Thanks for bringing that up, Michael. Uh, that actually brings me to the next question as to how do I choose this infrastructure for training and deploying these large foundation models or the large language models? Yeah, yeah, that is also a very common ask from customers as well. So in choosing the right infrastructure for training and deploying model generally depends on several factors, such as costs, infrastructure customization, security and data privacy, and performance requirements. In general, I suggest you should start with Amazon Bedrock that offer the easiest way to build and scale Gen AI application. Amazon Bedrock give you a serverless approach. You don't have to worry about infrastructure. However, if the models that you are interested in and is not being offered by Amazon Bedrock, then I would suggest you consider Amazon SageMaker Jumpstart, where you have more model selections from publicly available models, as well as third-party proprietary models. With SageMaker Jumpstart, you have full control of the infrastructure for training and inference. Thanks for bringing that up and providing the difference between Amazon Bedrock and SageMaker Jumpstart. Can you elaborate a little bit as to what are those current uh, model offerings available in Amazon Bedrock? Yes, yes. So Amazon Bedrock currently offer models from uh, Amazon, Cohere, Anthropic, AI21 Labs, and Stability AI. Okay, so if there are uh, models which are available from either of these five, then probably the best way to get started is Amazon Bedrock. Else, uh, Amazon SageMaker Jumpstart provides a model hub with more model selection. With that being said, can you elaborate what are some of the challenges typically that customers are facing today in Gen AI? Yes, some of the challenges um, that I have seen customers face um, when you know approaching a Gen AI project include technical as well as non-technical challenges, such as how do I select the best model and compute infrastructure? for my use cases. Um, and then they also have challenges with bias and fairness of these models. And also because these are generative model, they generate new content. That's concerned with copyright and intellectual properties of the generated contents. 
And then that's also, hey, I want to fine tune this model. And so they are faced with, how do I get data quality and the quantity of data to sufficiently train the model? And that, of course, there's also technical skill set required to apply advanced model tuning techniques such as RLHF stands for reinforcement learning with human feedback and PEF, which is a very technical term uh, stand for parameter efficient fine tuning. Basically, when you train these large model, the whole goal is to train it at the least amount of data with the least amount of infrastructure costs as possible, but you maximize the model performance. So these are just some of the common challenges. Thanks, Michael. So yeah, hearing about those challenges, it makes me think that um, when customers get started, there is probably some learning curve and maybe some experimentation, at least in the beginning, they have to do. So if a business is if a business is interested in diving into Gen AI and those services you mentioned, how would you recommend they get started or where, where should they go, go first to get started on AWS? Yes, I would recommend customer uh, to get started on building the Gen AI application on AWS by getting access to Amazon Bedrock and Amazon SageMaker Jumpstart. AWS ha have blogs, workshops, and specialists, and as well as partners to help customers get started with Gen AI on AWS. You can go to amazon.com slash bedrock to get some more information on how to get started with Bedrock. Thanks, Michael. Well, that wraps up our show today. I know we've barely scratched the surface of this broad topic. AI is certainly changing our world and we look forward to discussing this topic further in future episodes. Absolutely. And we would like to thank our audience for joining us today. We hope today's episode has helped you rethink your AI strategy in the cloud. Please send us your feedback by emailing us at rethinkpodcast at amazon.com. Thank you. Until next time. <music>